I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, I just want to go into a little bit more depth into something that I mentioned on uh, Bloke in a Bar on Monday. And when I mentioned it, I was sort of talking off the top of the dome, to be perfectly honest with you. So I thought I'd go into a little bit more detail, do a little bit more research to back up what I was saying. And I thought it was an interesting uh, little conversation we're having. Obviously, Kempi's on the other side of the world, uh, so it, it is tough when you're doing it via Zoom and everything and you're trying to keep uh, the connection and everything. So we sort of didn't go into too much depth talking about it, but what I was saying about uh, how a World Cup can impact um, other players, and when I'm saying that, I mean like when you see, for example, a Nathan Cleary, yeah, or an Isaiah, one of these guys, uh, that they get to go on a World Cup, so it's their first time in a Kangaroos camp, uh, and they get to spend an extended period there, and it's all good and well, you get match experience, you get big game experience, which they got in the final and against New Zealand, which is fantastic, there's no doubt about that, but for me, and you know, this is what I've picked up on from interviewing a number of players over the years. It's that it's all the stuff that you pick up during the World Cup. It's all the stuff you pick up during the Tri-Nations, during whatever it might be when you get, especially when you're a young guy early in your career and you get to spend four, five, six, eight weeks, whatever it might be, by the best players in the game. And you get to share hotels room with them. You get to pick their brain about what they do. You have general conversations about the lead up to their game. You get to see their preparation in change rooms. You get to see what they're doing in the gym. You get to see all these little extras that all these guys are doing. And you you know, you know, will pick up things here and there that certain guys do for preparation, that certain guys do post-game, certain guys, what diets they're on, what they're eating, what they're not eating, etc., etc. There's a number of things that guys pick up from these camps and they bring it back and they can add it to their game and it just takes them to another level. And I think it's probably the most undervalued part of um, these World Cups and these longer-form tournaments that the young guys that come into it, uh, it really sets them up for the future and it allows them to take their game to a next level and you know the vast majority of these guys they're sitting in their club team and they're the big fish they're the big dog they go to one of these and all of a sudden you're not quite the alpha you're not quite the highest paid in the room you're not the main guy in the team all of a sudden a guy like Nathan Cleary for example
example, he goes from being the main guy at Penrith, comes into the Kangaroos camp. I mean, he didn't even know if he was going to be the halfback at the start of the tournament. And then you've got other guys like your Cam Munsters, your Ben Hunts, these older, experienced guys, James Tedesco, who's obviously the first-choice captain without a doubt. So a guy like Nathan Cleary comes from being the big dog, the big fish in the pond at Penrith going into this, you know, six to eight week comp where he has to introduce himself to a heap of guys, he has to meet a heap of guys, he has to go a little bit out of his comfort zone and state of origin, um, state of origin, it does the same sort of thing. But you're there for two weeks, you come home, you go again, you come and go. Having that six weeks straight of watching guys build into a tournament, watching what a guy like, you know, Latrell Mitchell does, despite not being, you know, a 30-year-old, being only 25, watching what he does, watching what James Tedesco does, being, you know, the, on the other side of 30, everything that he's achieved, his preparation, everything, he's obviously had a heap of injuries and whatnot. So I'm sure that his preparation would be absolutely pristine. A guy like Ben Hunt, DCE, to still be the age they're out and performing the way that they are, to get to pick their brain and whatnot, these guys that have been the young guns that have come through, that have made all these rep teams, that potentially their, their careers have, have mellowed out at some point, just being able to pick the brains of these guys and not, not even picking their brains, I'm sure they'd be giving little bits of advice here and there everywhere. And you quite often find that when younger guys return from an extended camp like this, their games do go to another level. And I think it's going to be really interesting to watch a number of guys from this Kangaroos side. And I'm just going to focus on the Kangaroos because they're the players that I know best, obviously. But you have a look at the amount of debutants we had, obviously because of COVID. You know, you had 13 debutants in that side. So there's a lot of guys that are going to come back from that. And even guys that have played for the Kangaroos before but maybe haven't been part of an extended camp like that. You guys like Cam Murray, these sort of guys that they've been Kangaroos but they haven't been Kangaroos for eight weeks over in England getting to know these other superstars of the game inside out for an extended period. I think it'll be fantastic for a lot of players. And when I have a look through the debutants for the Kangaroos, you've got guys like Matty Burton. Like, this will be brilliant for him. Absolutely brilliant for him to come back to the Canterbury Bulldogs after spending six to eight weeks with all these superstars, learning their game, 5'8", centre, fullback, whatever it might be. Just understanding how to get yourself up for a game, how to prepare for a game. Guys like Nathan Cleary, Isaiah Yo, Liam Martin, like they're going to come back completely new footballers, all full of confidence. World Cup winners, Liam Martin in particular, had a huge World Cup. He'll have a lot to. Uh, he'll have a lot that he would have learned from spending time with other back rowers like your Angus Crichtons. These sort of guys that'll be massive for him. Uh, a Lindsay Collins for the Sydney Roosters. Like fuck, what an opportunity for him to come over, spend time with you, Jake Trevojevic. These sort of guys. Granted, he's got JWH, Matt Lodge at his camp, but just an opportunity to be with other guys. Regan Campbell, Gillard, Trevojevic, Tino. These sort of guys. He'll just be a sponge. He'll take it all in. Uh, you know, the Panthers, as I said, Nathan Cleary, Isaiah Yo, it'll be fantastic for them as well to spend some time with, you know, your Munsters, your Tedescos, your DCEs. Just sensational. Even like a Harry Grant who gets to go over there and spend eight weeks with Ben Hunt discussing their, their, their hooker play and whatnot, knowing they're going to be working as a tandem. They would have had a pretty close relationship, which they already would have had from Queensland Maroons camp. But I imagine those two would have spent a lot of time together during that period and even spending time with other halfbacks like Cleary and stuff to understand how they like to get the ball. I'm sure there'd be a different way of play that, you know, DCE likes the ball compared to Nathan Cleary, for example. Yeah, and it's good to be able to take in all those different realms of understanding and whatnot. And I thought I'd just go back through 
the history of some of our great players and just talk about how it's impact them because it's all, you know, it's all good and well to say, oh, yeah, players improve when they come back from a World Cup. But, like, it is good to have a little bit of evidence. So we'll start with uh, – and uh, sorry, we'll start with Brad Fittler because he was the earliest one. For example, his first experience of going away on a tour like this was the 1990 Kangaroo Tour, yeah. Now, he didn't even play a test match at the Kangaroos. He played about eight games at the Kangaroos. But back in the day, they used to come up against uh, your sides like – like all, all, all your um, club sides, they play St. Helens, Witness, you know, Bradford, all, all these sort of teams and whatever. And he was in the Emus team, so the Kangaroos and the Emus. So obviously Brad Fittler, as, as the old saying, uh, as the old story goes, he put on about 10 kilos over there playing for the Kangaroos, playing for the Emus because they were out enjoying themselves all the time. But Brad Fittler, he got to spend a whole, you know, eight weeks with Alan Langer, Laurie Daly, Ricky Stewart, all these sort of guys, you know, your Mal Meningas and whatnot. And look, Brad Fittler was already well and truly established by this point, he'd already done fantastically well. He lost the 1990 Grand Final only a couple weeks earlier. But he returns in 1991 off the back of this tour and all this experience of these players and gaining all this confidence despite not playing a test match for them, but playing with them in little games here and there and training with them all throughout the entire um, tour. He comes back in 91. Of course, they win the premiership in 1991. He's playing centre. He sets up a crucial try for Brad Izzard. I believe that was a game where he made the big tackle on Mal Meninga as well. That might have been 90, but he was definitely the 91 where he sets up that great try for Brad Izzard over the right shoulder, a beautiful Brad Fittler special. Uh, and then for the next three years after that, so he wins a premiership 91. The next three years after that, he wins Dallium centre 92, 93, and then he wins Dallium Lock in 1994. So going to that kangaroo tour, and look, could Brad Fittler have been that guy if he wasn't selected in the kangaroo tour? Quite possibly, yeah. But there's no doubt whatsoever that getting that experience with those other sort of guys, it has an impact on you, yeah. And I think it's pretty evident in a guy like Brad Fittler. He went on that tour, I think he was 18 years old when he went on that tour. So you need to keep in mind that Freddie... This is all before his 21st birthday. He played in six matches for New South Wales, four test matches, 13 tour games for the Kangaroos, a World Cup final, and he won a premiership. That was all before his 21st birthday. So getting him into that camp early, fuck, it made a huge difference for Brad Fittler. Let's have another look uh, A look at another one, Andrew Johns. Now, in 1995, he featured in that World Cup for the Kangaroos, a very young Joey Johns. He played hooker for the vast majority of it. They win that World Cup. Great scenes. Unbelievable. Joey did really well, goal kicked and whatnot. He was great. 1996, uh, he actually has a reasonably quiet year, to be fair, in clubland, but he goes in, in, into New South Wales camp in 97, uh, sorry, in 96, and a pretty impressive uh, origin side there. They, they win that one 3-0. He gets man of the match in game two. And then 97, they win the premiership, and then he wins the Dally M in 98 and 99, along with the Dally M halfback of the year, 98 99. So you could see the four years after that experience with your Brad Fittlers, your Jeff Toovey's, these sort of guys, Joey goes on an absolute tear. He comes up with one of the biggest plays in premiership history only two years later in the 97 grand final, a man in the match playing out of position for the New South Wales Blues in 96, and then he backs it up with two M medals over the next couple of years. So definitely had a huge impact on Joey as well. Let's have a look at Darren Lockyer. Now, Darren Lockyer, he's a little bit different. 97, he plays his first series for the Kangaroos. It's during Super League, so it is a little bit of a different side. He plays fullback in that. Uh, and then Darren Lockyer, he returns the year after in 1998. He wins M fullback of the year. He wins a premier 
premiership. In their four finals games in 1998, he scored five tries. Darren Lockett had an unbelievable series. Wasn't long after that, he wins another premiership in the year 2000 and gets a Clive Churchill medal. In the midst of all that, uh, he won Dalian fullback 98, 2001, 2002. Once again, you could say, yeah, but Lockie would have done that anyway. But there's no doubt whatsoever. And when I talk to players, they talk about it. That when they go into these camps, they learn so much. Even talking to Jackson Hastings about when he went into uh, the English camp quite a few years ago. I mean, they, they went like a buster. Didn't win a fucking thing. But he learned so much from being around those other players for a long period of time. And I think it's pretty evident. Lockie, Fittler, Joey, they all had similar experiences. They, they all improved or achieved great things after going on an extended tour like this. More recent guys. Cameron Smith. Now, you've got to remember, if you listen to the off-season the other day, we spoke about the 2006, uh, the 2006 Anzac Day game where you had the Kangaroos taking on the Kiwis, Joey's last game, Ben Kennedy's last game, Stacey Jones's last game, Ruben Wickie's last game, Jonathan Thurston's first game, uh, a heap of things going on here. You know, we, we didn't know at the time, but it turned out to be Danny Badiris' last ever test match as well. The 2006 Tri-Nations comes along at the end of the year. Danny Badiris, he's expecting his first child, I believe, so he pulls himself out of it. Cameron Smith goes in. Cameron Smith plays hooker throughout that entire thing. Sean Berrigan played a couple of games starting at nine, to be fair. But by the time we got to the grand final, it was Cameron Smith who was the hooker. Obviously, Darren Lockyer scores the match winner there. Thurston put him over. Incredible scenes. But after Cameron Smith returns, and you've got to remember, he lost the 06 grand final to the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, so a tough year for him. Uh, Scott Hill leaves at the end of that year. So all of a sudden, the keys are completely handed to Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, these sort of guys. He wins the comp in 07. He wins the comp in 09. He was ruled out of the grand final in 08, remember? So, I mean, they got beat 40 nil, so it's hard to say he would have won that one. It's near impossible to say that. But, and look, I understand salary cap and everything, but there's no doubt whatsoever that when Cameron Smith returned in 07, he was a different beast. He was simply incredible. Uh, wins 07, wins 09. He wins the Golden Boot and the Wally Lewis medal in 07. So, wins the comp, wins the Golden Boot, the Wally Lewis medal the year after he returns from the Tri-Nations. Uh, he also got man of the match in game two of that state of Origin Series in 07, and then in 08, uh, he wins the Dalian Hooker of the Year. So the two years after that, pretty successful. Uh, Premiership, Dalian Hooker, Man of the Matches in Origin, Wally Lewis medal, Golden Boot. The experience that he got from being on that camp would have been sensational for Cameron Smith. Let's look at Jonathan Thurston. Funnily enough, the same series, the 06 Tri-Nations. Jonathan Thurston, he played in the Anzac Day game as we set off the bench. He's then a starting player. He's the halfback in the 06 Tri-Nations. Uh, he returns in 07. He wins a Dalian medal. He wins Dalian halfback of the year. He, he wins Rugby League Week Player of the Year. So the year after he won in 06, he goes that clean sweep of all those awards. Pretty damn impressive. He also plays in Game 1 of the State of Origin Series of 2007. Man of the Match, you guessed it, Jonathan Thurston. Man of the Match in Game 1 was Thurston. Game 2 was Cameron Smith. So both guys that just featured in their first Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, real experience of being around the best of the best for an extended period of time, spending every day with those guys. So there's no doubt whatsoever in my mind that 
the 13 players that went on that kangaroo tour, they were all going to return as better players. They're going to learn so many things that they wouldn't have known before, and they're going to be able to bring it back to their camps as well. If I'm the, if I'm the Cowboys, uh, to bring back Murray Tualangi and Jeremiah Nanai as well, probably two guys we didn't anticipate to be there during the season, uh, they're going to learn so much from being around that camp. Imagine what Nanai, uh, I'm sorry, imagine what uh, Murray Tualangi, despite not playing a heap of games, what he would have learned from your Val Holmes, your Latrell Mitchells, your Josh Cars, these sort of guys, like you just, it's just invaluable the amount of stuff they would have taken away from that. So I do think it will be interesting to watch these 13 players uh, that are going to come back from this Kangaroo Tour as debutants. And there's a couple of others like Cam Murray, etc., who have played one or two rep games. Uh, sorry, one, one or two Kangaroos games. Uh, that they'll also get a heap of a heap out of this and spending those weeks with the best players in rugby league. So just an interesting one to think about for me, Matty Burton, Nathan Cleary, two guys I'm very very interested to see. That those Cowboys next year. You've got Ruben Cotto, Murray Tuolangi, uh, Jeremiah Nana, all these guys that were sort of fringy, similar to what Freddie was in 1990, but they just would have taken so much from the experience and they'll bring so much back to their club. Tino's another one. I think he'll take a lot out of it. He's probably a little bit upset he didn't get as much game time as he would have liked. I know I would be upset if I was Tino, so he'll bring a heat back to the Gold Coast Titans as well. So many, so many positives to come out of this World Cup. Obviously, we had all the fantastic things during it, fans and whatnot, but it's also going to be great for a lot of our top tier players our top tier young players who are really going to head into the peaks of their careers over the next few years and I'm confident in a few years time we're going to have a similar rap sheet for all the best players in 8 or 9 years time because of the experiences they had on this World Cup and spending that much time with some of the greats and some of the best coaches as well like Mal Meninga and whatnot. I really do think we sleep on the impact uh, that these World Cups can have ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>